Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host and garden expert, Teresa Watkins. I'd love to talk to you today about what's going on in your gardening. Winter is back and it's going to be with us through Sunday. We're going to get a freeze possibly Sunday morning in North Florida and Central Florida. It was 36 degrees today at my house. Good morning, Lizzie. Good morning. Was it cold where you're from? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm out in Sorrento, so it was it was very crisp. It was, and it's uh, uh, just, um, it's going to be like this off and on through uh, March 15th. This is typical for Florida winters. We're going to get three or four days, maybe a week of good uh, sunlight and lots of sunlight and, you know, temperatures in the 70s, 60s and 70s, but then it's going to drop right back down to the 30s again. And so that cold front came through Friday, uh, early Friday morning, and was with us yesterday. And again, it's going to be freezing. So hopefully you didn't put your frost blankets away. And I really hope that you didn't cut your plants back. Okay, so cutting them back, taking um, off the tops of them, trimming them back where the trunk or the stem or the branches will start producing new growth, it's not a good time to do that. And you can cut the dead leaves off, but don't go near the stem or the trunk of the plant. Okay, so just uh, just bear with it for a little while longer. We have beautiful weather, you know, 10 months out of the year, 11 months out of the year. And, uh, you know, this is just um, part of our winter. And we don't want to do anything that's going to hurt our plants even more. So uh, temperatures are going to be freezing in North Florida, down to the low 30s in Central Florida and South Florida. Your lows are going to be in the 50s, so uh, it's just going to be one of those days. The sun is going to be out uh, today and tomorrow, and it's just going to start to get warmer. We're going to be back in the 70s next week. I would like to give a big hello to all our new listeners in uh, Palm Coast and also in Naples. I was able to speak to, uh, to two groups last week, large groups, uh, the Palm Coast Garden Club, and they are just delightful, a good crowd, and I met some new people there. And then also, I went and spoke at, down at the Naples Extension, County Extension, and I did a talk on cottage gardening and also overjoyed with aeroids. And aeroids are a, you know, a popular gardening trend, and collecting the rare and exotic ones is a popular thing to do with gardeners who love tropical plants. And the aeroid family includes about 3,400 plant species. Among them is the aglamina. And you gardeners and houseplant lovers will know what some of these plants are. Caladiums, very popular in Florida. Callas, Diffenbachias, peace lilies, and jack-in-the-pulpits, philodendrons, xanadus, and one that I didn't realize, the ZZ plant. And the ZZ plant is a really great plant for houses that don't get a lot of sunlight and office buildings, and um, our um, daughter and, and son-in-law, they have one in their house, and it just does a great job. Very easy to grow. If you're looking for rare and exotic plants like aeroids, check out plantdelights.com. Plantdelights.com. Tony Avent was on during uh, our New Year's special, and he um, has a lot of great new plants. Some of them he has invented hybridized, and some that you just find in rare locations all around the world. Florida Arbor Day is next week. Hopefully everyone listening will look for a local event to attend or make plans to plant a tree, a Florida native tree that will benefit uh, wildlife resources and uh, will look good, can handle our winters, can handle our heat and soil conditions, and it's a wonderful way to do it. Now, we Florida does things differently, of course, and Arbor Day is in January for us because it's a great time of the year to plant trees. Native trees like Florida maple, buckeye, loblolly bays, chickasaw plums, which are one of my favorites, uh, cypresses, dogwoods, and fringe tree, another one of my favorites. I have a beautiful fringe tree in my front yard. Hickory, oaks, and pine trees. If you haven't had a chance to visit our sponsor, a quality green specialist in DeLand. They have a great resource for native trees, and you can find wonderful ones that are nice and healthy, good specimens, and you can go by 
and pick one up this week and plant it just in time for Arbor Day. So when you're there, please thank Dana Venrick for sponsoring Better Lawns and Gardens. We always want to give our sponsors a really good, uh, you know, welcome and appreciation and gratitude for sponsoring so that we can bring you Better Lawns and Gardens for, uh, oh, over 30 years. Yeah, and he's also a good dude to talk to because just listening to his interviews when he calls in here, whenever I pick up the phone, such a good conversationist. He is, and he just knows everything. He's been at Extension. He's been with USDA, the State Department. He knows everything about trees and plants and, you know, fertilizing correctly with minerals. You can pick up azomite there. So it's a really good, um, you know, uh, just a great resource for gardeners. That's Quality Green Specialists in Deland. And then another great sponsor of Better Lawns and Gardens in Polk County is Peterson's Nursery. The Three Generational Garden Center for all your landscape needs. Peterson Nursery is going to have a free program on growing roses at the nursery at 9.30 this morning. And go by and learn all about growing roses. And please let him know. Thank you for sponsoring Better Lawns and Gardens. Coming up after the break, I'll be talking with the editor of Washington Gardener and host of the popular Garden DC podcast, Kathy Gents. Kathy Gents is the creator of the Holiday National Seed Swap Day. And she's going to be telling us about that. And in our second hour, we have Mark Dwyer, landscape architect, who's going to be telling us about Pantone's 2023 Color of the Year. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A jacuzzi bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-517-6580, 800-517-6580 right now and get 50% off installations with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-517-6580. That's 800-517-6580. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Congratulations, everyone. You might not have noticed, but you have traveled over 92 million miles last year in your trip around the sun. It's been quite a journey. As we begin this new year, I've got a question. Who is at the center of your universe, you or Jesus? Hundreds of years ago, astronomer Copernicus proved that the sun was at the center of the solar system, not the earth. And while most of us know this, at that time, it completely revolutionized the understanding of the universe. In a similar way, many of us need to experience a revolution in our spiritual lives. You see, we tend to center our lives around ourselves, much like trying to make the sun revolve around the earth. Yet the Bible says that everything is being created for him and through him. So isn't it time to make your life revolve around Jesus? This is Brian Wright, looking forward to this year's trip around the sun, speaking right from my heart. For more on this and other topics, visit rightfromtheheart.org. 
The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, garden author, and landscape designer. Joining us right now is Kathy Jentz. She's a garden author, editor, and publisher of the award-winning Washington Gardener magazine based in Washington, D.C., and she's also the host of the popular Garden D.C. podcast. Her mission is to turn black thumbs green. She is a lifelong gardener, and Kathy believes that growing plants should be stress-free and enjoyable. I so agree with her. Her philosophy is inspiration over perspiration. Good morning, Kathy. Thank you for getting up this morning and joining us so early. Good morning. How are you? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing great. What's the weather like in Maryland this morning? Uh, it's We're having a pretty mild start to January so far after a pretty cold December, so no complaints here. There you go. I agree with you. So I have, I'm just so amazed that you are so creative that you loved a, a, a garden aspect, a garden trend so much that you created the holiday National Seed Swap Day. Tell us about it. Sure. So... Uh, several years ago, I decided that, you know, winter is tough enough. We need to get together. <laughs> and, um, I was also going a bit seed crazy with all the seed catalogs coming in and had a lot of excess seeds. So I said, um, wanted to put together some area seed exchanges and host those. And at the same time, I thought, well, why don't we get other people doing it across the country? Um, so I applied for and got the designation of National Seed Swap Day from a uh, registration service for these types of national holidays. Um, and since then, I've dropped the national from the title. So now I'm just calling it Seed Swap Day because, you know, there's no reason to stop at the U.S. borders with this. That's so important. I, I love that. Okay, so it's Seed Swap Day. When is it and uh, how can people, you know, participate? So it's always the last Saturday of January, which this year falls on January 28th. But I always say that the actual date is not that important. It's just that you have something in the wintertime. So, you know, it could be three weeks before that, could be five weeks after that, you know, just so it kind of is in that general timing. And um, how people can celebrate is they can find their local seed swap or seed exchange. Um, we have a listing at seedswapday.com. But you can also start your own. So if you don't find one in your area or if you've never heard of one or um, there was one and it kind of petered out or something, you know, empower yourself. You know, contact your local garden club, your local master gardeners or local library. Um, get a space, you know, put the word out and gather up some seed lovers. I think that's wonderful. And it's something that, you know, if there's nothing coordinated, because I really, I looked on, on the seed swap day for Florida, and I didn't see a lot. And, you know, the extension mm -hmm. offices, I checked all of their records and didn't see. So I'm thinking Florida needs to step up, and we just need to bring mm -hmm. people together and do our own seed swaps within garden clubs or extension master gardeners, or even just a group of, like you say, book friends at the library. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be a neighborhood thing. It could be a condo association. It could be anything. That That's great. Or even the schools, the children at schools. If you're part of the PTA, you can have the kids bring, you know, your parents, you know, seeds from school. So that's wonderful. How should people 
how should they exchange them? Is there a certain kind of packet that they need to be brought in, or do they need the original packet for of the seeds? Well, it always helps to have the most information possible. So if you're going to select your own seeds or collect them from, um, say, you grew a coneflower and you collect the seeds or a marigold and divide those up into some packets, you know, print out or write on them as much information as you know. So uh, what color the flower was, what year it was collected, that sort of thing. If you know the Latin name, even better. Uh, some seed swaps you can bring in partially used seed packets, so that helps. You can always go to a seed catalog and, you know, copy or cut out that little label and stick that on your seed pack. Um, but, yeah, as much information as possible as you can put on those seed packs. And then I always get asked, how many seeds to put in a seed pack? And I'm like, don't get too obsessed with counting, right, Teresa? Right. <laughs> um, Maybe like a teaspoonful of marigold seeds, you know, enough, like enough, you know, if, if you're growing watermelon, then maybe three to five watermelon seeds. Is right. Enough. Don't don't give somebody 20 to plant in their <laughs> in their mm-hmm. front yard because they won't be able to use them all. Uh, that that mm-hmm. that works. And and so um, with the right seed names and stuff, if they don't know what the name of it is, are seeds easily identifiable? Sure. That's a good question. Yeah. Some are super easily identifiable. Um, Like, you know, if you brought in a daylily seed head, I would be like, oh, I would know that right on site, right? But then others, the tiny little, I call them the speck seeds, you know, Mm -hmm. little tiny guys, almost dust-like ones. Uh, There's a lot of those. There's a lot that look like little black BB balls or tiny little guys, and those are really hard to differentiate. Of course, the larger seeds, the tree seeds, you know, acorns and that sort of thing are fairly easy. Uh, but even bulbs, you know, I could tell the difference between a tulip and a daffodil, but could I tell one daffodil from another? Uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, uh, that, that's very hard. That's, that's good. So, is, so if somebody wants to save seeds, okay, and yes, they, they want to do the seed swap day, but when they get those seeds from somebody else, how should they protect them or how— where should they store them if they can't plant right now? So the most important thing is to keep them dry and away from moisture. So I like to use glass jars um, with metal lids because that's your safest. Um, but anywhere that you can keep them cool and dry and usually in a fairly dark spot, you know, a cabinet works. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so tell us what seeds you're swapping this year. So I'm going to be bringing a bunch. I mentioned marigolds, and I had collected a lot of marigold seeds this year and radish seeds. And so that's what you're going to be doing. Well, and I have a lot of amaryllis and rain lilies. I have zephyranthus. And so I, lo- I love, can I send you some rain lilies? I would love some rain lilies. Okay, so I'm, I'm and, marking and that, that right down. I'm going to send you some yeah, rain lilies. And, that, and you mentioned amaryllis i've just realized i have five amaryllis bulbs in storage that you know are not doing me any good in storage and maybe i should bring them to my seed swap yeah there you go and so i'm going to be exchanging seeds with uh jim and bob up in north florida and also tom i share my seeds with tom mccubbin so uh i'll be doing that so i'm looking forward to that so tell us again where you can find out about national seed swap day uh seedswapday.com or seedswapday.blogspot.com or you can email me and it's Kathy with a K J E N T Z at gmail.com or find me on social media at WDC Gardener. And we also use the hashtag seed swap day. So I look out for those posts and can reply to people on say Twitter or Instagram with that hashtag. There you go. And we dropped the national. I've got to put that in ingrain that to get that, ingrain that in my head. So I, I got that out there. So also, so Kathy, you are an exceptional author and you have a bestseller that you wrote last year with Teresa Spite called The Urban Gardener. And tell us about that and, and what the, that book is about. So it's The Urban Garden, 101 Ways to Grow Food and Beauty in the City. And that's aimed at small space gardening solutions. So it's literally like 101 methods or ideas for growing more 
in smaller spaces. Um, and that could help people in larger space gardens, too, if you're trying to downsize or anything like that. But we're just trying to get you lots of inspiration and ideas. And, you know, it's the type of book that you would sit down with a cup of coffee or tea and flip through and then jump up and say, I'm going to do that. <laughs> That's what we're hoping to do. And it has lots of wonderful photographs in it. And that, you know, really helps people who are not. Uh, you know, um, you know, abstract thinkers and they want to see something in, you know, color. And your book has mm-hmm. a lot of it. You and Teresa did a very good, good, good job. I mean, it was just it's a delightful book. And where can people get that? Um, anywhere they can buy books, uh, Amazon, bookshop.org or their local bookstore. Hopefully a lot of public gardens are carrying that in their gift shops as well. And do you have another book coming out? I do. I have a uh, ground cover revolution is coming out on February 7th. And that is kind of like the title says all about ground covers and turf grass alternatives. And so we're not demonizing the lawn. We're just saying, Hey, there's lots of places where lawn doesn't thrive. And these are great alternatives for that. I saw that yesterday. I was at a house, you're doing a consultation and the landscapers were trimming and edging the dirt because <laughs> they had this beautiful line going all the way around in the dirt and I'm and, and the turf is about you know like a foot and a half away from it and I was going okay they're edging dirt what, what's wrong with this picture and so the grass there just didn't thrive and so um, this book and and it's going to be um, out when um so February seventh. Okay, that's great. And will you come back on and talk talk to us about that? I would love to. All right, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining us, and we appreciate it. You've been listening to Kathy Jentz. She's the editor of Washington Gardener and host of Gardening DC podcast. I'll post her information and links to her The Urban Garden book and also uh, to the Seed Swap Day, hashtag Seed Swap Day. And uh, you can find out more on our Better Lawns and Gardens Facebook page. I'd like to uh, go to our text messages. If you would like to give us a call, you can call one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. Let us know what kind of drink you're having this morning, coffee, you know, tea. Eggnog. Eggnog. Uh, you know, I have. we have someone who is... Uh, drinking Irish coffee. I know that. And uh, so you can just text us your gardening question or call in. We would love to talk with you this uh, chilly morning. Now we have Elisa and Richie in Davenport. And she says there's some varieties of crotons. Are there some varieties of crotons more cold tolerant than others? Despite covering them, we lost several of the narrow twisted leaf crotons in the last freeze. But we see broadleaf crotons next door that survived. Is there a better variety that we should use to replace ours? And I will say crotons don't necessarily have a more cold-tolerant type. I'm going to suggest that there probably was a little microclimate or that area uh, that you're seeing, those broadleaf crotons, um, that they did not um, get as cold in that area. Or you just haven't noticed that they have been damaged by the cold. So, nope, there's not more cold-tolerant crotons than others. That's a great question, and we just got to keep them covered and watered correctly. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens this Saturday morning, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the health insurance helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. Now it's your turn. If you have a gardening question, you can call me at one 2967 or you can text me at 23680. And I'd like to follow up with Lisa and Richie's question with a question from George from Claremont. He sent a great email showing me Christmas freeze damage. And in t- he said, as I'm talking with my neighbors, they're saying kind of wait and see However, I would think there are things I can do to hopefully, capitalize letters, uh, help the plants recover from the hard freeze they took. Any and all advice will be appreciated. So he showed me copper plants, pagoda plants, elephant ears, Panama rose, firebush, and plumbagos 
that had been damaged. And he says, I've been around Claremont, and I've seen a plumbago and a firebush that look just fine. These plants have basically no protection like mine, but theirs are okay, and mine are horrible. They did not cover anything. Well, George, thank you for the great question and the photos. So there are several reasons that plants freeze in one yard but don't freeze in another. And they don't get any damage. And the reasons, like, um, they, they could be that they may have been dehydrated. It's always important that before a freeze, two to three days before, that they are, you know, that they get some rain or some irrigation, supplemental irrigation, so that their veins, that they're really hydrated and they are not stressed out. Stressed out plants are more susceptible to freezes. So uh, when we usually get a cold front, the rain follows it, and that can be enough water to hydrate it. But I don't take any chances. Two to three days before a freeze, I do hand water my plants that I think are going to be under stress. The other reason could be that they're in a microclimate, that the area just doesn't get as cold as your area. And there could be a number of reasons for that. There could be uh, equipment around the house. It could be a roof overhang, tree canopies, um, and that there could be buildings that stop the wind, you know, from damage, uh, from blowing through. So there, you know, it could be that reason. And then there's another reason is that they have been fertilized and that they're healthier than your plants. And that means over the last year, these plants are just a little bit more vibrant a little bit more healthier because they've been taken care of. And so uh, there's a number of different reasons. So you just have to kind of figure it out. But microclimates are usually the reason. So it got down, you know, and, and Tom McCubbin is a good, re- you know, uh, example of this. It He doesn't get as much rain as some other areas. And he, does, he doesn't get as cold. Or sometimes it gets colder where he lives and it's not as cold where I am. I'm downtown Orlando, and surrounded by all the buildings downtown, my area just doesn't get as cold. So we also have one of the a big, huge noise wall um, barrier from I-4, and that you know protects from the wind. So you know there's could be a lot of different reasons. Usually, it's a microclimate, and it doesn't get as cold. All right, so um, that's the reason from that. So Brian asked from our Facebook page. He um, put in a question, when should I apply weed and feed for St. Augustine lawns? Brian, thank you for asking. That's so important. It's not recommended ever to use a weed and feed. Think about it. You're putting an herbicide down that's going to kill plants, and you're also feeding plants so that they will grow. It's kind of a waste of time, but also just kind of uh, just not useful. So right now, when the temperatures warm up, over, you know, 75 degrees when they're averaging that and they get a little bit warmer, this is a time if you have a weed problem to put down a pre-emergent herbicide. You want to do that sometime around the end of January, first part of February, okay? Anytime you have five days of warm temperatures, weed seeds are going to start germinating, all right? So you can kind of nip that in the bud. The next next, um, thing you want to do is fertilize St. Augustine lawns in the end of March, first part of April, okay? And that will be uh, a, a, a time for doing that. So do it at two separate times, okay? And then again, you want to use slow-release fertilizers, uh, March, April, and then again in September, October. Thank you so much for your uh, question, Brian. Let's go to Mike in Venice. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hi, good, Teresa. Good morning, Teresa, I had to uh, remove a uh, magnolia tree because it wasn't doing well, and I've already purchased, and it's going to be installed this week. Uh, it's a 45-gallon uh, Japanese blueberry. Oh, wonderful. And here's, yeah, well, here's my question, because I've heard so many different views on this, uh, as to whether to add soil amendments to the soil that's already there, number one, and number two whether I should try to do anything with a root ball because the people installing it say they don't do anything, but they do install a lot of trees. So I'd, I'd appreciate your word on this. Okay, that's great question, Mike. I'm glad you called me. One, 
when you're planting a tree or a plant in a single hole, there's no reason to add any soil amendments, okay? Now, the reason for that is that it's already in good soil around the root system. And uh, when you put it into the ground, it's going to go into a little mini shock because you're going to kind of disturb it from the pot and you're going to disturb the root systems. And what it does when it goes into a little mini shock is that it's going to start producing new roots. And when those new roots go out into the soil of your yard, okay, it's going to adapt easier than if you were to put the soil, you know, add organic amendments to that hole. Because once it starts to go through that shock, it's going to go into that good organic material that you put in outside of the, the soil that it's in. And it's going to love it and it's going to grow really great. But then when it starts to grow roots again, um, that could be either with a change of seasons, temperatures, or you add fertilizer to it in a few months, it's going to start producing new roots. And it's going to go out into that sugar sand or the soil that's outside of that hole. And it's not going to like it. And it's not going to be in shock anymore. So it's going to turn the roots right back into that good soil. Okay. And so it could girdle itself by adding organic amendments to that single hole. So, you know, if if you don't have good soil, we recommend um, mending the soil in the whole entire garden bed area. But you don't need to amend a single hole. Does that make sense? Sure. Okay. Now, yeah. yeah. And so now what should you do? One, make sure that they take all the burlap, any kind of plastic on on the root ball or a, a kind of a wire fencing. Anything on that root ball needs to be removed before it's planted. Okay, yes, and that's the only fine. thing. And, and you know, kind of, if you can do it while you're standing there, you know, maybe fluff up the roots, you know, while you're there, and you can do that while they're, you know, getting it out of the pot. Good question, Mike. Thank you so much. We'll be back with more of Better Lawns and Gardens if it's Saturday morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. You're listening to the Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Need quality health insurance for your family? Getting it is easy with a little help from Navigator. If you don't have insurance through your employer, a Navigator can help you find a plan that works for you. Don't wait. You only have until January 15th to enroll. Navigator services are completely free and there's no obligation. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword Navigator. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dial text message from iHeartMedia. That's pound 250 Navigator. Attention people with Medicare and anyone turning 65. Are you enrolled in the best Medicare plan available? The average Medicare beneficiary has a choice of 54 Medicare plans, 766 Medicare Part D prescription drug plans, and a record 3,834 Medicare Advantage plans. How do you know you have the right plan? Simple. Call 800-571-7025. That's 800-571-7025. The service is free. You may find a plan with a $0 monthly premium, $0 co-pays, and $0 deductible. Don't gamble. Speak to a licensed agent to find out which plan is right for you. Call 800-571-7025. That's 800-571-7025. 800-571-7025. And let Best Med Care do the work for you. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. 
Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and text for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. We would love for you to call and ask your gardening question, one 455 or you can text me at 23680 And I would love to uh, have you also go to our Facebook page and like it. Give us five stars. Right, Lizzie? I'm telling you what. We have the best listeners, and they always give us what we ask for. So, yes, we would would appreciate five stars. There you go. (laughs) And Brian and David just did that, so we do appreciate that so much. It's a David and Lisa kind of morning. All these text messages are the same names, which is great. And so... uh, Got a text message from Lisa in Port Orange, and she said, you mentioned putting down a pre-emergent for weeds. Is there one we should use for dollar weed in a lawn? Okay, so let me explain dollar weed. Okay, so Lisa, you have dollar weed in your lawn. That means one thing, that you have a lot of water in your soil, in your lawn. Now, that could be because you're close to a lake shore, a little uh, creek or river, or that you could be overwatering, okay? Dollar weed is an aquatic plant, and it only grows in lakefronts, in shorelines. It grows in the water, and uh, it needs water to survive. So, yes, there's an herbicide for uh, dollar weed that you can buy, but if you're overwatering or you're close to a lakefront or shoreline, there's really no need to do it because you're going to be diluting that that herbicide, it's not going to work well, and you're always going to have dollar weed. So what I want you to do is if you're looking for a pre-emergent or an herbicide for your lawn, read the label. It will tell you what kind of turf that that herbicide can be used on, whether it's for St. Augustine or whether it's for Bahia grass or zoysia grass or Bermuda, um, you know, uh, any kind of, of grass turf area that you have. It will be on the label. You only want to apply herbicides according to the instructions and only as necessary. Okay, so that's very important. Uh, So read the label. No matter what lawn type you have, you can put a pre-emergent down. But if you have dollar weed, I'm going to say that you having a lot of water there is the reason why you have it. And if you'll reduce the applications right now in uh, most counties in the state of Florida, We're only allowed to be watering due to water restrictions one time a week. And with the rainfall that we've had since January, beginning of January, you shouldn't have had to water your your landscape at all. We've had plenty of water. The temperatures have been cool enough. Now, the other thing is if you've got a new lawn, how often do you water? Well, you want to water once a day for the first week, once every two days the second week, once every three days, the third week, and by the end of the month, within 30 days, you're watering according to the restrictions. If you water every day for 30 days, 
those root system, that root system of the, the turf grass is not going to get established. You're basically growing hydroponically. Okay, so keep reducing the water and allow the turf grass to grow deeper. Mother Nature knows exactly what she's doing. And if you supply that water and it doesn't have to extend its roots, by the end of the month, when you have to go to once a week watering, then your turf is going to decline and it's not going to, it's not going to do well. And it's always going to be stressed out. one 455 2967 or you can text us at 23680. And another thing, okay, so this kind of popped in my head. So it's always, you know, welcome to America, more is better, right? Well, like you were saying, following the label. So I kind of thought of this like adding too much salt to your food would be like adding too much either fertilizer or the other items, minerals, and it'll just kill the situation. So right. follow yeah. those labels. That, well, that's why they're safe, because we're not taking these products off the market because they're bad. We're taking these products off the market because we can't control people. And they think a little bit is good, a lot will be better. America. You know, <laughs> there you go. And so, you know, it's just important because they have been tested, and this is what's safe. It doesn't hurt the environment when used only as necessary and according to the instructions. Okay? And, and Lizzie's got a really good point. You know, fertilizer at its base is salt. And so if you use too much of it, you're going to waste a lot of it because the plant's only going to absorb so much. But then also, too, you're going to stress it out and it's going to start to decline. So let's go to text messages. And Pat and Chilota, thank you for sending a perfect text messages. I bought two rainbow eucalyptus in a box and no soil. How and what should I start them in? Well, you want to start them in a container, Pat, but I'm going to tell you that Chilota is going to be a little too cold for the rainbow eucalyptus. They are very tropical and only grow in zones 10B and also 11 and 12. That's South Florida at the, you know, just right below Lake Okeechobee. So you're going to want to protect them. Uh, and so the rainbow eucalyptus, I would start it in a pot, depending on how big the root ball is. You know, you want to give it some good soil, maybe a three-gallon container. Okay, so look at the size of the pot. Make sure you can put enough soil in there, and the root system has a, l- a little bit long time to grow. And then you want to put it outside when it's warm and hot and sticky. Let the rainfall get it, but you're going to need to bring it in in the winter time. Okay. So I love the trees. Rainbow eucalyptus are beautiful. Have you ever seen one, uh, Lizzie, a rainbow eucalyptus? I probably have, but didn't know by the name. Okay, so this is where the bark, all the way up the tree, whether it gets to be like 80 feet tall, it will be blue and purple and orange and red and yellow and green. All the multicolors of rainbow eucalyptus is just gorgeous. So let's go to, to our phone lines. Mark in Cocoa. Good morning, Mark. How can I help you? Good morning. Hey, I really love your show. Thank you. So I had the um, I planted a lot of milkweed down the east side of my house last year, and they were um, I had quite a few of those um, caterpillars from the monarch butterflies uh-huh. um, stripped all stripped all the leaves off them, so I was able to count several dozen, probably four or five dozen of them mm-hmm. one day, and. Also, I had this, um, my oak tree on the side of that. This was in November. The oak tree on the side of my house was uh, blooming that orangey dander type of a um, fluffy stuff that falls, you know, every fall. And there was literally thousands of bees just all over the tree, just buzzing every morning. I, I walk outside and I can just hear them in the air. Uh-huh. And one, one, one morning around 9 or 10 o'clock, one of those pesticide trucks with the big tanks came along and they sprayed my neighbor's yard uh-huh. and I went inside because I didn't want to, you know, smell that, um, that, Fumes. that odor from the, yeah. from the tree. So later on in the afternoon, I came outside and all my, um, first I noticed on the sidewalk, um, I thought they were berries, but all the bees were dead uh-huh. on the sidewalk. I couldn't even take a step without stepping on a bee and all the, um, caterpillars were dead oh i'm so and, sorry to hear that and i didn't real. i just wanted everybody to um realize that when you spray these 
this this is I think the result of I mean I guess it kills you know your ants and your roaches but you're also damaging um, other things too. You're damaging the the pet beneficial you know bugs too as well, and that's a really good point, Mark. You know we don't recommend spraying on a regular basis. Okay, so whether you're getting monthly sprays or you know a quarterly sprays. If you do not have an insect problem, there's no reason to put a you know a spray down. But the 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 pesticides. I've had HOAs or people uh, in their neighborhoods. They call or they you know when I'm consulting, they go. We never see butterflies or bees. And I'll say, do you get your yard sprayed? And they'll say, yes, I get it sprayed like every three months. And well, that's yeah. the reason, you know. So yeah. you know, if if you do not have a bug problem, there's no reason to put a pesticide down. Okay. Yeah, and I know this big big thing about the bees. I've heard about the bees in recent years all disappearing and everything. And well, you know, I don't think this. Well, they are, but it's for different reasons. A lot of different reasons. But you know, you know, regular routine pesticide spraying is is a factor. So yeah, good good call this morning. Thank you so much for for caring and replant those milkweeds. They'll come back. The bees will and the butterflies will come back. If you'd like to give us a call, one triple eight four five five two nine six seven. Or you can uh, give us a text message at 23680. Thank you for being with us the first hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I would like to thank Kathy Jentz, editor of Washington Gardener and creator of the Seed Swap Day on January 28th. Let me know if you have your own Seed Swap Day in your neighborhood or garden club. I would love to talk to you about it. In our next hour, we'll be talking with our creative landscape architect and designer, Mark Dwyer. He's going to let us know all the plants that will fit Pantone's color of the year for 2024. Do you, you might have some of these plants already in your landscape. You might be gardening with the newest color and don't even know it. Stay tuned. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, I'm Teresa Watkins. It's Saturday morning. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience a nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice we're talking about quality green specialists in deland at quality green we have your favorite plants fruit trees flowers vegetables and herbs plus with our 8011 fertilizer organic azomite and composted soil your garden will look its very best great plants sustainable products friendly expert advice 335 west michigan avenue deland and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere we'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels rental cars even complete travel packages call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on u.s and international airline tickets and hotels 802-341-4542 802-341-4542 that's 802-341-4542 